0: Glad you're here. We are going to talk about how to repurpose content in your business. Now, most of you are probably thinking, "Oh my gosh, who has time to even create content?" Well, hopefully, with what I'm about to share with you, you will have some very good creative ideas and simple ones that will help you be able to take uh, something that you're passionate about, some kind of content topic that you're going to that you're very passionate about, and that your ideal patient will also be passionate about. Let's start at the beginning. Why in the world would you repurpose content when you're already in a busy practice? I get it. I get it. Every day is full of all the things that we do to serve and work with our patients. So thinking about creating content is often the biggest challenge that we face as practitioners. So we think also that we think to, we need to post something new every day. Like I get stuck in that even now and I know how to do it but I still get stuck in the same rut and I think, "Oh, what am I going to post about today? What am I going to post about today?" That's the problem we're going to solve on this episode of the Clinical Entrepreneur podcast. We are going to solve the problem of having to post a new piece of content every single day. What if, let me throw this out there, what if you could create one piece of content and then repurpose that content by breaking it down into smaller pieces over multiple platforms and just do it once. That would be even better, right? So that's what I'm going to show you how to do. So this is why this whole concept works. Most of the time I get feedback from practitioners that'll say, well, I can't share the same thing on every single platform because people are going to get sick of it. They're not going to want to hear the same thing over and over and over again, but I'm going to challenge you on that. Here's why. People have a different flavor of the way that they consume content. Some people like to consume videos. Some people like audios or podcasts. You're clearly a podcast person unless you're watching this on YouTube. Some people like to read it. They're old fashioned. They want to read a blog post. Some people just are skimmers and they want to get the short, quick, fast, highlight, tip, action. Don't don't bore me with the long stuff. Just get to the point. Everyone is so different. Sometimes people will want to read about it or know about it in context of what's going on with your web page. So there's lots of different ways that people consume content, which is why we can take one piece of content and break that content down into multiple smaller pieces in order to appease and provide something that's going to work for everyone. And besides, generally speaking, we have to hear something multiple times before it sticks anyway. The first time you hear it doesn't necessarily have a home to stick in. When you hear it several times, for instance, a patient hears about why it's important to have more saturated fat in their diet versus unsaturated fat, and you're talking about those good, healthy kinds of fats. At first, they might be thinking, no, 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 that can't be true. No, no. I was told chicken skin is bad and fat in animal like steak or hammer, all fat is bad. But as you begin to educate them about that, they hear it again and again and again. And pretty soon they're like, oh, maybe that's just not such a bad idea. That's the point. So we can take one concept, one topic, one piece of content, and we're going to say the same thing in a little different way on all kinds of platforms. So if you are sitting or you can write, don't do this while you're driving, but if you can write these down, I'm going to give you all the ways that we're going to do that. I'm going to you the, give you the first three steps, just kind of give you an overview of how we're going to do this. And then I'm going to break it down and give you all the places and ways that you can repurpose that content. So the first thing I would recommend that you do is start by creating a video. Now, if you have video-itis, I get it, but you need to get over yourself, friend, get over yourself. If you have video-itis, in other words, you're afraid of the video, that's because you're thinking about you. Okay, real talk here, friend, right here. You're getting it straight. Stop thinking about yourself. You're worried about how you look and how you sound and how this and that. It's all about you. But you got to put your patient in front of you. In other words, you do it for the patient. Don't worry about you. Worry about providing content that your patient is going to love and really want to interact, something that they want to know about, something that's relevant to them. So, in my example, maybe you have a patient population and those patients are really freaked out about fat, and everybody comes to you and they're like, No, 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 we can't do any fat. Okay, well, listen, just create a video, do a video talking about the benefits of healthy saturated fats and how to maybe blend the fats and having enough omega-3s and omega-6s. And listen, if that's not your, you know, ball of wax and you don't feel like you can talk about that, pick another topic. This is just my example. So find a topic that you're passionate about that you also know your audience, your ideal patient needs to learn about. If you don't no, listen and think about the questions that they ask you all the time. What are some of the questions that they ask you? I tell you when I give people my dietary guidelines, uh, the one of the questions I always get is, "Are sweet potatoes okay?" Because I tell them no potatoes, and I forgot to put in my uh, recording that sweet potatoes were okay. So I get this question all the time: "Are sweet potatoes okay?" Is rice okay? You know they ask what. Well, can I substitute gluten free foods? I get lots of questions around diet. So for me, I might want to do a video about sweet potatoes, how they work, why they're beneficial. Don't do too many, but you can add some good saturated, some good butter, which is a saturated fat, et cetera, et cetera. You do it the way that you want. So you're gonna pick a topic that you know your ideal, the person you really wanna attract in your practice would want to know. So you're gonna create that video. And again, stop thinking about how you look Just worry about them. Don't worry about you because they don't care what they're looking for is the information. Now, if you have like something hanging out your nose or you have like a tree behind you and it looks like you got leaves coming out your head, you do have to be sure that you're appropriately dressed and your background looks good and the lighting, just do it in front of a window. But other than that, friend, that's all you have to worry about. That's it. Your cell phone will take a beautiful video. So you're gonna create this video the one thing I would tell you to do in the video, and this is going to help you with your content repurposing, is create the video so that it has, design the video, I should say, so that it has a certain number of steps or tips or strategies. So five ways to, re- to use and create a great meal containing sweet potatoes, or the five best places to find healthy saturated fat, or six steps to reduce your sugar intake and substitutions that will help curb those sugar cravings or five supplements you must take. If you want to prevent accelerated aging, whatever you choose your flavor, friend, that's it. You just choose. I just gave you some ideas. So you're going to choose something that has some steps. This is very important. So you're going to film it, stand in front of a good window, get some good lighting. And I don't have to tell you how to do a video. That's not the purpose of this podcast, but you're gonna stand, get a good quality video, okay? Now, you've recorded your video. If this is a pro tip, if you want to have a little bit of an advanced, nice looking video, you can record it in several locations. When we are in the same position, kind of like I am on this podcast in the video, I'm just sitting in the same spot with the same background. And sometimes the background gets boring. What keeps the videos interesting is, if I were to record this podcast or a video, if I record the first you know, couple minutes, sitting and then I put the camera somewhere else and I record the next couple of minutes of my video and then I splice it together. That's a little more advanced for those of you who aren't too techie, but I'm just telling you that's an option. It just keeps your video a little bit more interesting, but nonetheless, get the video done. Length between five and 10 minutes. Okay. That's step one. Enough about the video. You got this. If you need help, send me a DM. That's all you got to do. Send me a DM. I'll walk you through it. All right. Number two, once you have the video, it's time to do a little bit of editing. Now, if you don't have editing skills, which it's not very hard, you can always find someone to help. You can use Upwork or Fiverr to find someone who can help. You may have a virtual assistant or someone you know. You know who the best people are to ask for help with this? are the, are. the I can say this because of my age. These young whippersnapper kids, they all know how to edit video. So find a teenage friend of a friend of yours and offer to pay them to edit your video and put it into clips. That's what you're going to do. You, if you use a Mac, you can use iMovie. It's very inexpensive and free. I would do a Google search. If you have a PC or a Chromebook, there are some free options that you can use there. Nonetheless, we're going to basically take that video and we're going to break it into little smaller pieces. Okay. More on that in a minute. Number three We're going to take all the video and all the videos and all the ways that we're going to repurpose that content and we're going to share it everywhere we possibly can. So now let's get into the what we're going to share and how we're going to do it. All right. Write these down. I've got 12 steps. I know the podcast says 10, but I actually have 12. So I've got 12 ways that you can repurpose your content and we're going to turn it into lots and lots of different types of posts. You ready? Number one you guessed it, record that video five to 10 minutes in length, packed with information and be sure that you put steps in your video. Five steps to this, three ways you can this, make sure that there's a number in there. That's going to help you be able to kind of break out that video into sections that we'll be able to repurpose. Number two, you're going to transcribe the video and create a blog post. Now, transcribing the video, this does not mean that you have to start, stop, start, stop, type, type, type. There is software that will do this for you. One of my favorites is one called Descript and I'll link it in the show notes, but we use Descript all the time and Descript, all you do is upload your video, give it about five minutes and it literally will transcribe the entire video. Now that's not to say there's not some spelling errors and whatever, but when you transcribe that video, you're going to have the bulk of the your blog post done. Now, for instance, if I took this podcast and I transcribed this podcast and want to make it into a blog post, I clearly am not gonna mention something like, "subscribe," like, share, you know, go. There are some things you're gonna have to edit out, but at least you've got the raw transcript so you can easily create that in a blog post. So there's your second piece of content. Number three, turn that blog post into a LinkedIn article. Now, as a healthcare professional, I really encourage you to have a presence on LinkedIn. Now, this is spoken from me who doesn't really do much with my LinkedIn profile, so I need to, but it's really important. It's one of those things that's on my radar for this year is to really get my LinkedIn profile up and working and being a little bit more active on there. So you can just turn it into a LinkedIn article. That's number 3. Number 4, send an email out to your list and let them know that you have a brand new video. Now, I, it kind of goes without saying that you're going to upload that video to YouTube. I should have mentioned that. So if you don't have a YouTube channel, start one. No big deal. Just start a channel. Load it up there. We're not trying to be YouTube experts. It's just a place for your video, the whole video to live. Okay, that's what I do with these podcast videos. So I just load them on my YouTube channel. I don't really do much with them. I just load them on there because it's a way for me to have a link to backlink and post about. So you're going to put your video on YouTube and then you're going to send out an email to your people and say, hey, check out my brand new YouTube video. You're going to love it. Just a super short, quick email. Your patients will love it. They'll click, they'll read, and they'll learn something. Number five, from that YouTube video, you're going to take little sections of that YouTube video and you're gonna create like little snippets and then post on all your social media channels that you've got this new YouTube video. When you have those little snippets, you can share those as well. So first, post on all your social channels that you've got a new YouTube video, right? So you're gonna send an email out, that's number four, send an email to your list saying, hey, I got a new YouTube video. Number five is post on your social media channels that you have a new YouTube video personal page, business page, Instagram, wherever you post. If it's LinkedIn, if it's Twitter, whatever it is. Then you're going to take that post, that blog post, and I want you to break it down, and you can easily do this inside the script. I want you to break it down into single emails. And each of those emails is going to focus on one of your action steps. So like with this podcast, I've got 12 steps for you to be able to repurpose your content. So in theory, I could take each of these 12 steps and I could really create maybe 10 or 12. Some of the steps might roll together, but I could create 10 or 12 different emails. I could send out an email that just talks about how to use Descript to take a video, get the transcript and turn that transcript into a blog. Super easy. That's just one of the tips I gave you. So this is why I said in that video, you want to create some kind of step, strategy, action step, something like that. So back to our number six. From your blog post, you're going to create, pull that copy out and create single emails. And then those emails you can send out a little later. You don't have to send them out the same time as you do your introductory email, you know, saying, hey, I got a new video, but wait a couple of weeks and then start dripping those emails out. It's instant copy, right? All right, number seven, now you're going to take key points from each of those emails. So for instance, I'm talking about when I was talking about creating a video, I gave you a whole bunch of tips like stand in front of the light and, you know, don't make it about you and make sure that you don't have a tree growing out the back of your head and that you've got a good, nice background and that you're dressed appropriately, et cetera. I could take each one of those and I could then create that into like a graphic or even like a carousel post and a carousel post. Well, we'll get to that in a minute. I'm not going to, I won't go there yet. So I want you to just pull those key points from your email and turn them into single quotes. Like don't, in this case, don't make, when you're creating a, a video and feeling insecure, don't make it about you. Think about the person who's seeing it and giving them as much value, valuable content as possible something like that. So you're just going to create some static posts. Those you can put on your Facebook page, on Instagram, on Twitter. Just pull out those little quotes, even those little, like you say something, you're like, oh, dang, that was good. Pull that out. That becomes a post for you. Number eight, share all of your posts to your personal page if you're on Facebook. So if you post on your business page, share that to your personal page. Anytime you can share and repurpose, if you're on Instagram, you can share it to a story or share it to a feed post or etc. So just want to share. We want to take one piece of content and put it on multiple places. Now you also want to take, this is number nine. We've kind of been flying through them. Number nine, pull out the little short snippets in your original video and create reels out of them. Reels is the hot thing that Facebook and Instagram are promoting right now you got lots of great content in your video now, right? We've got lots of steps. We have all the things in there. Pull out those little video clips and post them as Reels. You don't have to do a new Reel every time. Now, if you want to lip sync to a something or do the pointing thing or whatever, fine. You could do that too. But you want to use this content and stretch it, squeeze. It we want to get as much out of it as possible, so you want to use those little video clips as reels. I'll talk more about that in a sec in a second, as far as like getting those video clips. Number 10 create carousel posts, as I mentioned earlier. Now, if you're not sure what a carousel post is, these are really pretty cool and they're pretty trendy right now. Carousel clips are just static graphics that scroll, so one step, like step one, do X. And then if you look on Instagram, you'll see the little dots at the bottom of a feed post. If you scroll, you'll see this. It's kind of like an infographic. If you think of it, it's like image-based learning that's scrolling. It's just little key pieces of information that are spread across multiple images. Carousel posts are great for being able to get lots of good content out, but you're just picking out the high points. So you can do a Google search to find out how to create a carousel post, but not hard and really easy. use Canva, you create the graphic, it'll take you two minutes, three minutes to create the graphic, and then you've got your carousel post done. Number 11, you can take longer video segments out of your video. And you can put them as an Instagram live, or you can post that as a good video, a little, a a shorter, it's not the whole video. It's just a little segment of the video. That's not a reel, but it might be like two, three, four, four minutes, something like that. You can post those on your Facebook page, or you can even post those on your website. And finally, number 12, post your entire YouTube video on your website. Sometimes people will never go to your website. They might see it on YouTube or you might get a new vid- visitor to your website and they're curious and they think, oh, what's this person? What is this? And you're able to communicate and get to them a little bit faster, relay who you are, your passion, what you do, what you love, what you believe, and they can see it in the form of a video. So there you go. 12 steps, 12 ways that you can re-share one piece of content and create multiple pieces. I'm gonna go over them real fast. So if you're writing them down, I'll go over them super fast. Number one, record your video and load it on YouTube. Number two, transcribe that video using and create a blog post using something like Descript. Number three, turn that blog post into a LinkedIn article. Number four, send an email to your community, to your patient base, announcing your brand new YouTube video. Number five, create posts across all your channels announcing your new YouTube video or your blog, either one. So there's that's kind of a twofer right there. Number six, from your blog post, you're going to create single emails, each focusing on one action step or item from your video or blog. Number seven, Pull those key points from each email and turn them into either quotes or graphics or static posts on Facebook or Instagram, just like a single post, like the little one-liner that's in there. Pull those key points out. Number eight, share everywhere. Share your post to your personal page, share your personal to your everywhere, share, cross share, cross post, cross everything. Number nine, use short video clips as reels so find those little 15 to 30 second ahas in your youtube video and post those as reels always have the captions on by the way lots of people look at reels like while they're at work and they don't want them playing out loud so you want the captions on your reels number 10 create carousel posts, which are static graphics that scroll. It's like image-based learning. So kind of like an infographic spread across multiple images. That's number 10. Number 11, use longer video segments to put on like Instagram live or on your Facebook page. It's not the whole video, just maybe a three, four minute segment of your video that you can post there. And lastly, Post that video on your own personal website. So there you go, friend. That's actually, if you think about it, that's like way more. I said 19 ways or 12 ways. And there's so many different ways. There's like 19 actual posts or platforms that you can use. There's five platforms. And I gave you three types of social posts. So right there, there's 15. So it's easier than you think to get that content out online. So now you're probably thinking, oh my gosh, please, you just gave me a big old to-do list. I know I did, but listen, if the content creation is not your bag and it probably isn't because it's not mine either. I actually don't like it at all, but I have to do it. And you are probably feeling the same way. I get it. Like I get it. Some people love it. Ah, Not my bag. So what I do is I hire someone to help me. So you can do that too. You can find someone on Upwork or Fiverr. You can find a virtual assistant that may just, all you need is someone that has some video editing capabilities. You can find that high school student, pay them, some the son or daughter of one of your patients. They love this stuff. Give them Descript. You learn Descript. It's really easy, not hard at all. I've used it for years. I love it. Our whole team uses it. We love Descript. I'll link to it in the show notes. But you can have them use Descript and then they can clip out or you can literally clip out all the little videos. You can clip out all the little email posts. You can create, you can do all of it in Descript. You'll need a little bit of editing on the transcription because sometimes they get the word wrong. Like if I, if you say myrrh, it's not going to know how to translate that maybe or echinacea, maybe a weird spelling or ashwagandha or something, but you can use it and you'll get it 98% of the way there. So just find somebody that can help you. But be clear first, figure out what problem it is that you want to solve, then record the video about that problem. And I would really encourage you to outline it. You know, like I'm looking at my notes right here for this podcast. I have a little bit of an outline that I follow. I couldn't remember all this, but I have it written down. So have yourself, you know, create some um, little like a little sticky note. Sometimes I'll put sticky notes right on the front of my computer that I can kind of glance at to keep me on point. Keeps you from going down a rabbit hole. And then make sure that there's lots of action steps in there and then give it to somebody and let them cut it up and create social media posts for you. Then it's off your plate. It's out of your mind. All you have to do is create one piece of content. And even if you just did maybe one video twice a month, if you're really aggressive, you could do it once a week, but that does require a little bit more management of whoever it is that's helping you. But even if you did it once a month and then you just posted that content to start, once a month, over all of those platforms, you will start, as you're more and more and more consistent, you'll start to get more comfortable with the process. Remember, anything you do the first time is always a little uncomfortable and clunky. So don't run away from it just because it doesn't feel good to you because you have to just try. I'm here just to be encourage you to just keep on trying. So, all right, friend, that's all I got for you this week. Thanks for joining me on the podcast. If you'd like more business tips about how to grow a very successful wellness practice, go to rondanelsoncom forward slash join. I would love to share them with you. All right, friend, take care, make it a great week.